Emeritus Health, we believe that patients' needs come first. That's why they are the center of everything we do. It's Your Health Matters with Melanie Cole. More than 12.5 million Americans are severely overweight, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. For those struggling with obesity, bariatric surgery may be a way to get the long-term weight loss needed to lead a longer and healthier life. My guest today is Cheryl Frushauer. She's a registered dietitian and a care specialist who works with bariatric surgery patients at the Meritus Weight Loss Center. Welcome to the show, Cheryl. So who should consider bariatric surgery, and are there certain parameters to consider bariatrics? Who can qualify? So people who suffer with, like, severe obesity, they've been unsuccessful with conventional therapies for weight loss, like eating fewer calories, increasing exercise, following, like, commercial weight loss programs. And those that are kind of feeling trapped in that weight loss, weight gain cycle can really benefit from bariatric surgery. So there is that cycle, that weight loss cycle tried, every diet, every fad diet, so many different things. So explain a little bit about bariatric surgery as a tool, Cheryl, for these people to get that weight off once and for all. So weight loss surgery is one of the most effective treatments available to help resolve obesity and maintain weight loss in the long term. So we use bariatric surgery for people who are struggling with diet and exercise alone to help provide them the extra tool they need to help them be successful and to help maintain weight losses, which a lot of people struggle with, is maintaining their weight loss after uh, diet and exercise programs. So what are some of the parameters and, and what do they have to do in advance? Is there psychological counseling? Is there intense, you know, medical testing? What's involved? So when you come in for bariatric surgery, um, you know, we're looking for people who have BMIs over 40 or more, which would be about 100 pounds overweight, or they have a BMI of over 35 with at least one what we call obesity-related condition, and that would be like type 2 diabetes, hypertension, sleep apnea. So you want to check your BMI to see if you qualify for surgery. So maybe like an adult who's about 240. 40 pounds and about 5 foot 5, they would have a BMI of about 40. So it's around about 100 pounds overweight. If you don't know what your BMI is, you can always use the BMI calculator on the Meredith Health website. And you can also call your primary care doctor. They usually calculate a BMI when you come in for a visit. Or you can always call the Meredith Weight Loss Center. So how long does it take between the time that someone first comes in to see you till the time that they can actually get their surgery? So it really depends on their insurance requirements when they're coming in to us. We say, you know, it could be uh, six to nine months before you even get a surgery date when you start coming in for um, weight loss surgery. So every insurance has their own different requirements. So it really depends on your preoperative requirements. Some of those requirements are um, like three, maybe six months of nutritional counseling. Some insurances require a psychological evaluation. Um, some require a letter of medical necessity from your primary care doctor or a medical clearance from your primary care doctor. Sometimes they look for clearances from specialists, like a cardiac evaluation, a pulmonology evaluation, sometimes a nutrition evaluation. They'll also look at your weight history to see how long you've struggled with obesity. So sometimes they're looking for like a three- or five-year weight history. When you come into your our office for your first visit, the insurance coordinator will help you look at those and understand your requirements for your specific insurance because they really they really do uh, change depending on what kind of insurance you have. Also, when you um, 
the really thing that keeps you the length of time before you have surgery is looking at your nutrition counseling, whether it's three months, six months before surgery. Some insurances require even a 12-month of diet counseling. So, Cheryl, before we talk about the types of surgery involved, when somebody you mentioned psychological counseling, nutritional counseling, their life changes a lot after this surgery. What do you tell them in advance about preparing for that change, and how do you know that they are ready for it? Well, you try to get a feel for people's readiness to change when they come in for all of their visits, whether they're meeting with the surgeon or they're meeting with the dietitian or the insurance coordinator, and kind of see if, you know, if they're ready for change. If someone can come in, and we always have them do a few months of nutrition counseling. Everyone has to see the psychiatrist and making sure that they feel ready for the change, because it is a big change. Lots of people have been on diet after diet after diet, so um, they're aware of good nutrition and what they should be doing to lose weight. But we're really looking for their readiness to change, their ability to change, making sure if they have any type of psychological problems that are not noticed, like um, depression that's not well-managed or anxiety that's not well-managed that might lead to overeating. So we'll kind of screen everyone for all of those. We get to know our patients really, really well here in the office and, you know, try to try to help filter through those who are ready and help get, you know, uh, help get people who aren't quite ready, you know, get, get them to that next step. So explain for the listeners the types of bariatric surgery that you guys take care of at Meredith's Health. So the number one surgery that we perform um, is the gastric sleeve surgery or the sleeve gastrectomy surgery. And then we also do the laparoscopic RUMY bypass surgery. So those are the two main surgeries that we do here. The sleeve gastrectomy is a restrictive surgery and um, the sleeve, sorry, the bypass surgery is a restrictive and a malabsorption surgery. So when you come in for your visits with the surgeon, they'll explain the surgeries for you and what what surgery might be best for you. So explain that. You mentioned the word malabsorption for the listeners. Explain the difference between the sleeve and the bypass, which leaves this little pouch that is definitely a difference from the way they had been living previously. So the sleeve surgery makes a just makes a smaller stomach. So they remove part of your stomach and leave a small sleeve-looking area. With the bypass, so it makes it a restrictive surgery. The bypass surgery makes a very small stomach pouch, but also bypasses the first part of your small intestine, so you're malabsorbing some nutrients in there as well. So both surgeries are very effective at weight loss, and some patients already know what type of surgery they want when they're coming in. They've talked to friends, they've done research, and they know what surgery they want. And other times, doctor, the surgeon in the office can help them guide them what surgery might be best for them. And what about support groups, both before and after? Who can attend those? Is it for just the patient themselves, or are their families invited to these as well? So everyone is invited to support group, whether you're just thinking about surgery or you had surgery 10 years ago, um, everyone's invited. And you also can bring your support people with you, your family with you, so they're open to anyone. We have lots of different topics of discussion at support group. We have guest speakers that come and talk about stress management, getting better sleep, um, maybe doing some cooking demonstrations. We also have success story nights where a former patient will come in and talk a little bit about their story after bariatric surgery and let you ask them questions. We always meet the third Tuesday of every month, and it's from 6 to 7 p.m. in the Robin Wood Medical Center in room 122. It's the standard time every month, and everyone is welcome to join us. 
So what about life after surgery? And what do you tell them about supplements, vitamins and minerals, specifically if they had the malabsorption bypass surgery, and what their eating life is like? When you talk, when you go to these support groups, or when you're working individually with patients, Cheryl, what do you tell them to expect if they go to a restaurant about ordering and the amounts and speak about life after surgery? So especially the first year after surgery, you're going to use a lot of supplements like protein supplements, liquid protein supplements to help enhance your nutrition intake because your meal size is very, very small when you first have surgery. So you really rely on the liquid protein supplements through that first year to help get you the nutrition that you need. You'll also take vitamin and mineral supplements for both the sleeve surgery and the bypass surgery um, because you're not getting enough nutrition through the food. And with the bypass, you still have a little bit of malabsorption of nutrients. So usually there's a multivitamins that you're taking, calcium supplements that you're taking, iron supplements and B12 supplements. So people really enjoy getting off some of their medications after surgery, but there are vitamin and minerals that you need to continue to take with regular blood work to make sure that your levels are normal. After surgery, going to restaurants can be challenging. Um, In the beginning, when your meal sizes are a lot smaller, lots of people will share meals or grab a little food off of their, you know, husband's plate or their kid's plate and just kind of make their, you know, meals out of that or maybe order an appetizer for their meal. Sometimes they have to ask for their meal to be made in a certain, you know, prepped in a certain way, not having a lot of butters or oils or those kind of things. Um, But definitely doable. A lot of restaurants in our area are very open to um, our patients and help them find foods that they're able to tolerate in smaller amounts. Sometimes they allow them to order, you know, off the senior menu or the kids menu or the appetizer menu for their meal so they don't have large portions sitting in front of them. What about lifestyle changes such as exercise or drinking liquids with meals? And when can they begin exercise again? And what do you tell them about lifestyle modifications to go along with this tool so that they really get true success? So I really encourage exercise after surgery. And it starts almost right away after you have surgery. We have you up walking around the hallways at the hospital. So most of our patients are walkers after surgery. Um, Some do biking, some get into more extreme sports like triathlons and running marathons and those types of things, but a majority of patients are walkers. We recommend that you walk 30 to 60 minutes doing moderate walking most days of the week. Once you're up and able to after surgery, probably about four to six weeks after surgery, you can start getting into a regular exercise program and just light walking right after surgery. We also, as the you know time goes on after surgery, try to get people doing like strength training programs and getting um, helping preserve some of their lean muscle mass after surgery. Other lifestyle changes that may happen after a sleeve or bypass surgery is you can no longer drink with your meals because the stomach size is so small and because liquids can push foods through the pouches too quickly, you can't drink with your meals after surgery. So all your fluids come in between your meals only, and you can't drink things that are carbonated. This is such great information for people to hear. Wrap it up with your best advice, Cheryl, for people that are considering bariatric surgery and what you would really like them to know about the Weight Loss Center at Meredith Health. So I think it, you know, bariatric surgery can help prevent or improve or resolve so many obesity-related conditions like type 2 diabetes, reflux disease, heart disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and sleep apnea. So 
if you're struggling with one of those conditions or you're struggling with your weight, you really want to consider a surgical option to help you with the weight loss. I really encourage people to discuss this with their primary care physician, see if they're a candidate for surgery. Sometimes they don't know that there is a surgical option to help them with weight loss and the primary care doctor can help them, you know, decide what surgery might be right for them and get them to us. And, you know, the best thing about our program is that we are an accredited MBSAQIP accredited center, which means that, um, we set, there's national standards for bariatric surgery centers with the goal of advancing safe and high-quality care for bariatric surgery patients. So Meredith Medical Center is very proud to be an MBSAQIP accredited comprehensive center. So when you're looking for a bariatric surgery program, you want to make sure it's an accredited center. Um, that way you're getting the best safe quality surgery available. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for being with us today. You're listening to Your Health Matters with Meritus Health. And for more information, you can go to MeritusHealth.com. That's MeritusHealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.